Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It's funny, uh, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about LRT construction and the actual construction, like digging in the ground. And uh, one of the people on the panel uh, had raised the issue that, you know, when you start construction like that, they got the possibility of, uh, well, disturbing some of those nests of, of, of vermin that are living below the ground that we don't pay any attention to because we don't often see them. Well, apparently it's already happened. We already have a rat problem in the city that may get worse during LRT construction. Uh, you don't need to tell Sam Marullo that the council for Ward 4, he's been dealing with it for some time. He uh, joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Morning, Sam. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Bill, and yourself? Good, good. Uh, we talked about this vis-a-vis LRT construction, but uh, I was surprised to find out that you've been dealing with this in your area for a long time. What's going on this year? Well, uh, as a result of the significant uh, redevelopment of our sewer structure, uh, as you can recall, back in 2004 and forward, we were having a flooding crisis. So as a direct result, we've allocated tens of millions of dollars for that redevelopment. So I experienced the, the rat infestation a lot sooner than others as a direct result of the renewal that uh, is, is happening in East Hamilton. Having said that, as a direct result, I, I studied the issue vis-a-vis the public health department and our staff. I've had a number of town hall meetings. I've sent out um, notices accordingly with respect to what to do in the event that it does occur. But the issue is this. When it comes to the LRT, we need to be proactive in integrating a proactive positioning of of the um, of, of mitigating aspects as opposed to reactive. In the past, we would, we would have uh, these RFPs go out, the construction would start, and then we would see the rat problem and we would react to it. What I'm proposing and what staff agrees with is that we need to deal with that at the front end as opposed to the back end and build it into the contract so we're dealing with it at the contractor level as opposed to the city level. Sam, when they started the uh, construction on the Red Hill uh, some years ago, uh, you and, and you, well, C- Councillor Collins, of course, your neighbouring councillor, yep. you're in Ward 4, he's Chad's, of course, in Ward 5. Did you experience that kind of problem then? Not so much. Um, we did experience other types of uh, displacement. Um, but we had some of it, but not to the same degree as the sewer reconstruction. Uh, and as a direct result, um, uh, we really had to get ahead of the curve. So in the East End, we've, we've been really ahead of the curve. Not to say that the problem has been eliminated, because it's not. But the problem really lies and rests with each individual resident. And that's the key to this, is that if you don't have a food source or a water source in your backyard, then you're not going to have the problem. And if you don't feed feral cats, you're not going to have the problem. If you don't leave your dog feces lying around in your backyard, then you won't have the problem. The only way you have a problem, if you have a bird feeder, as an example, which is the significant, a significant culprit with respect to rat infestation, they love bird feed. So they will travel great distances if you have a bird feeder that's falling particularly on, the, on your lawn. Um, so these are the types of um, issues and information that people need to understand and to protect their house against that type of infestation. But really, the responsibility lies with each individual homeowner as opposed to having the city create a budget line to chase down these, the rat infestation when we could simply prevent the problem from occurring. Uh, yeah, it's one thing for people to say, hey, we love nature and we want to feed our little neighbors, you know, our beasts, our squirrels and our, our birds and everything else like that. But there are, there are consequences to that as well. Uh, but there are also other people, Sam, that I guess in, in, you know, with the movement, the environmental movement that's gone on, a number of people that are, are recycling garbages, et cetera, and they've got uh, composting things. Is that part of the problem, too? No, because, uh, as you know, the green bins, as an example, can't be penetrated. So yeah. They've been engineered to prevent that type of uh, problem from occurring as a direct result. 
Well, I, <laughs> with exceptions to the rule, I can remember when I lived down by the Brow years ago that uh, the little rascals, the raccoons in this case, not rats, but uh, they can get in there. They're, they're, they're very uh, yeah. inventive when it comes to that. But it's yeah, right, it's difficult to do, but at least it helps. They're a lot stronger. They're a lot stronger uh, and agile as well. But the, the, I don't, I've never seen a rat be able to tip over a green curb, but I know raccoons can. Oh, yeah, they can do this. So public education's got to be part of this, clearly. Uh, that's the number one issue. So we want to prevent it from, a, from becoming a problem as opposed to reacting to it. It's like anything else. Uh, it's all in the prevention. And in the prevention, we save a great deal of money as well as ink uh, in, in the event that, that these types of problems occur. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.